Hello. Hey, hey, Sam, can you hear us? I can hear you, yes. Can you hear me? Awesome. We can hear you. Well, uh, welcome, hey. everyone, to the Magical Stories of Healing and Spirit. It's David Staub here with my incredible wife, Miss Megan. Hi, everyone. Uh, we are so excited to bring you our next guest today. Um, I'm going to introduce him in just a second, but before that, um, I love a story of an underdog. I love a story of just triumph. And man, this is, Megan and I have been excited for this for a couple weeks now. This is a story of someone uh, not only curing infertility when he's told like one thing and completely went the other direction, left the corporate world to pursue passions, now making such a positive impact around the world, holding all the way to holding plant medicine retreats. Um, Sam, is it Neffendorf? Yep, that's right. That's me. Awesome a meta consciousness trainer an EFT trainer and a matrix re-imprinting practitioner <laughs> oh I like that style. Those, that's a mouthful man thank you so much for taking time to chat with us today welcome real pleasure thanks for having me on looking forward to yeah being here on the show yeah what, so where are you at right now by the way uh, I'm in I'm in southern Spain in living in the mountains oh, down here really nice. I'm so jealous. and you guys uh, we love Spanish. we're in austin texas oh, yep we're out of austin texas that's our home base yeah i love it there too yeah it's a great place so. well well man before we kick off here um i i can't wait to kind of get into your story and kind of have you go through all that uh before we kick off <laughs> Metaconsciousness trainer, EFT trainer, matrix re-imprinting practitioner. Can you take us through just uh, just briefly? Because a lot, you know, it's interesting. The crowd we've uh, attracted, a lot of them know about this stuff, but a lot of them are brand new to this kind of stuff. And at the end, we definitely want you to talk about how they can kind of get in touch with you and what you do. But can you just, if you had to give a high level, a few sentences over you, what each one of those mean and do for anyone that may be listening for the first time that's never heard of that stuff, would you mind taking us through each one of those and what, what that means you do? Absolutely, no problem. So these are all, I guess you call them tools and they're part of the tools that I use to help people to find freedom in any area of life really. All about breaking conditioning, mm. becoming really healthy and actually getting to know who they are at a deep level. So I'll go, So there's other tools that I use, but these are the three main that I keep coming back to and using with people and meta consciousness is it's not a healing technique or a therapy in its own right it's more of an analytical process that enables you to find what the root cause of a physical or psychological health condition is in fact someone's entire physical and psychological health it's like that's a mosaic of what's going on in their inner world at any time and it shows you what the psychological, emotional aspects are, which have led to these health conditions being intelligently manifested by the body. And from there, they can work out what they can do and all the choices they've got to heal themselves from the whole range, really. So it can work. It just gives you what needs to be resolved to move forwards. Uh, EFT that is... is... Sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. That's awesome. Continue. Cool. Okay, yeah. So EFT is tapping. It's known as tapping. That's what most people would know it as. And it is a technique that combines uh, psychology with acupressure tapping on points where an acupuncturist would put needles in. But because you're tapping on these points at the same time as thinking very specifically and precisely about emotional states and also past events that have led to emotional patterns in your life it enables you to discharge the energetic physical and psychological effects that they're having on your life so that you can shift your beliefs and no longer feel the same way about old things and so you can then move forwards from them that's a very high level sort of idea of that and matrix re-imprinting uses tapping as well but it you actually go you it gives you the experience of actually going back as your adult self now and helping your younger self to deal with problems 
change what happened, but actually change the perception and the understanding so they can change the beliefs and then bring that back into your body. And then, so it's rewriting your past to transform your future. Now, I have a question because I'm, I'm curious if the tapping that you're talking about is similar to what I experienced years ago. Um, so essentially what they had me do is say like, even though I was abused as a child, I deeply love myself. And I would tap with my um, ring finger, my middle finger, like under my nose, on my collarbone, on my, you know, inside of my wrist. Is that the same type of concept that you're talking about? So that is classic EFT and that is the concept. However, that statement is far too general to really get anywhere with. You have to get really precise with it. And the I think that a lot of it's had a real disservice to, um, to I mean, you might have got somewhere with it, but, if, but t- talking about it. No, I didn't. That's why I'm asking. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's, it's all about getting really precise and understanding the memories. And also, rather than just saying something as general as that, something really specific about the feelings in your body, getting to understand the sensations in your body and actually bringing them into the forefront really so that you can discharge them that makes sense that i love man um i'm a big i'm obsessed with the mind and psychology and conversation and all that i love the fact that she said that you i could just tell immediately what kind of like a high level professional you are you immediately honed in on what may be wrong with what that was that was so freaking cool you're like well yeah but this is how it actually works yeah that was common in in the FT world and there's it's been like there's been lots of YouTube videos and things and people think it's just that you can make these general statements and get somewhere with it and some people get a little bit of relief by that but it's not actually doing the deep stuff of really getting to the core things and that's what that's that it's almost been done a massive disservice through becoming so well known in that respect. Wow well I'm so glad that you're here to like let everyone know this because there's probably so many people that have tried it and gave up like on it like I did because they weren't taught to do it the properly way so or the proper way so I think that I'm glad I brought it up cool yeah that's I think that's, that's a great early point to point that out as well because oh yeah, it does affect a lot of people but they 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 sort of like missing out on so much from it that's so cool man the end of the cons we are such such deep believers mostly because of extreme experience of doing it all wrong of what how much the energetic body and how much trauma actually really turns into all these illnesses so um so cool yeah you know Um, it's uh experience is something you get just after you need it so (laughs) i like that so man um so before we get into everything where you're at now I'd love it if you could take us back to where you started because you sent me such a freaking cool, long in depth email. Um, I I would just love to hear you tell the story. So let's start from the top. It's like in 2010, you were told you were infertile, which first of all, I want to point out, and it's, it's crazy because I'm getting these consistencies doing these interviews of this beauty of vulnerability. So I want to first just thank you for being able to come on and talk about this stuff because uh, especially... Uh, from a, a, a man's point of view, like we've been conditioned heavily to not talk about these things because of pride and ego and all this. But you actually speaking on this and being vulnerable to speak on this creates so much space for other men that are not talking about the fact they're dealing with infertility or whatever. And not only that, give them hope, man. So like, you know, you told you were infertile. Uh, yeah. There's this epidemic around the U.S. of that that's just stigmatized. And, you know, when you hear that, it doesn't sound like there's hope, but that's not what happened with you. So, man, just take us through that story, if you don't mind. Okay, sure. So, yeah, I mean, that's uh, just very briefly what you said there about men being able to open up. It's really important because we're we're taught to be strong. The English expression is stiff up a lip, like suck it up. Don't don't let it. Oh, yeah. We need to do it. And it's going to be I think it's, it's great that more and more men are opening up to this now yes um, 
yeah so I so yeah my my wife and I were we've decided yeah okay we've been together a while we're like, yes we're going to have kids and it's going to be easy and yeah probably happen <laughs> yeah right let's have a kid <laughs> so then, uh, yeah, then I guess it was about a year and a half or so nothing really happened so I just thought well I'll go and get tested and of course we all have this it's never going to happen to me thing going on right so, so when I went and then I got the results back and there were, I mean, a lot of things were low. There were some low results anyway. But the thing that really struck me was the doctors, he said that there's this thing going on, basically that my um, white blood cells, their, their perspective of it was your white blood cells are attacking your own sperm cells and causing them mm. to clump together and not be able to do what they're supposed to do. So we don't have an answer to this. Now there is a possibility that we can, that you can still, your wife can still become pregnant if we use a process called ICSI, which is super invasive. It's like the most invasive form of IVF where they actually have to take an individual egg cell and inject an individual sperm into it and re-implant it. So it's, mm-hmm. it's a major process. And you know, it's great that these processes exist and can help people, however, you know, it, it seemed like a very tough route to go down. And so, yeah, yeah, it was a big shock, massive shock for me. And I went through all those feelings, like you were saying, of shock, sort of shame, am I, am I a man? You know, blah, 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 all of those feelings. Mm-hmm. Of, uh, yeah, well, mm-hmm. you know, and then the, oh, how could this happen to me? Sort of thing for, right. for a few right. days. Yeah. Hmm. And uh, it sounds like you were determined, though. Like, what? What was your first? What would you? What would y'all? Would y'all go through? Like, you, you went for Eastern medicine first. Uh, what? What, what kind of got you turned towards what ended up helping you? And take us through the process of what you tried, what didn't work, and take us through what did. Sure. Okay. Well, I was. Um, I went to. I started looking into alternative medicine for it, and I. Which, well, I called it alternative medicine now. It should be just called medicine. Really. <laughs> yeah. It's the traditional. It's the original. But I, so I looked <laughs> and I found an acupuncturist um, in Bristol where I lived at the time and I went to see her. And she, yeah, she actually put me on to another um, acupuncturist who was also a herb specialist. And so I, I started on a, um, a three month cycle with him and drinking this potion that tasted like I guess a, a, it tastes uh, like acu- I yeah. used to my acupuncture used to make me herbal teas she called them he called them herbal teas and I'm like this is the worst it tastes very similar to ayahuasca actually you know it does it actually does taste like that but I think ayahuasca <laughs> tastes better I like I don't like <laughs> ayahuasca but the um the this stuff was it was like drinking what you imagine burning car tires taste with licorice mixed into it as well it was savage so but anyway I, I stuck with that with these herbs and I was also learning I was I'd, I'd learned Reiki before so I'd been traveling I'd, I'd escaped I thought I'd escaped from my job in the or my industry of financial services went traveling for a couple of years didn't get hit by the bolt of inspiration I'd hoped for but I did learn Reiki to level two while I was while I was away and so I was open I totally opened up the the hatch and uh, and then I yeah so I, I did this this medicine these medicines this acupuncture um, weekly and um, the potion and then I was also at that time learning something called Munaiki which is a shamanic rites sort of thing similar to Reiki um, but comes from the Andes, I think. So I was learning that with someone local, and and then yeah, and then sure enough, I um, at the end of the three months, I went and got tested again at the fertility clinic that I'd been to, and the actual issue hadn't changed. In fact, so there was still this attacking thing was going on, and so immediately my heart sank. Mm. And I felt Damn. like. I felt this that was just a big waste of time and money. Oh, um, the no. there, doc, yeah, the you probably felt so, defeated. I did, but I did, but I didn't need to because 
and the doctor was going actually these yeah okay so that result's still there but these other things have been boosted so much to such a high level that that is no longer you could be considered <gasps> to be normally fertile now you know like standard fertility Whoa. that's amazing yeah and said so, and then i went and then so i still didn't believe them <laughs> and I, and so i went i was i, I think i've been to some event with a, my a friend my work colleague and came home um came home drunk from it and then anyway my yeah my wife revealed the news one month later that <gasps> she was pregnant so, <laughs> That was amazing. Oh my god. Yeah. Got chills, man. That's awesome. Sweet. Yeah, oh, I love that. And we've got <laughs> yeah, we've, and now we've got a we've got a little a daughter as well. And but all of this led me to to EFT to EFT tapping yeah. as well which um is the uh is yeah, that because it combines the acupuncture with the talking which I was used to from my career and it yeah and it just seemed to really fit in with me and and it opened me up to to doing this which was a big part of um yeah really creating a life more in line with with who I am well you know what EFT makes sense because it's you're essentially i guess in a way like saying affirmations but you can talk to yourselves and affirmations totally changed my life so that's why i was so frustrated and now i'm i'm so glad that you cleared that up for me that I was it was generic because I was like affirmations changed my life so why is this not working so yeah. I, I love this yeah this is great cool. um so I want to take a step back for a second uh because one of the things you emailed me about that has just fascinated me completely um I'd love you to speak on this you know Megan and I uh man Reiki it's it's been mind-blowing to see how much it actually works Megan's done her first attunement and uh, going for her uh, second, I'm actually going uh, towards it too. But right. you know, we've seen it work multiple times in our life. One of the things you mentioned was you were actually able to adjust your daughter while she was in the womb. <laughs> Could you please talk to us about that? <laughs> okay, yes. Yeah, so this is a uh, this is the the, the um, daughter who's two now. Uh, so okay. we, we had a home birth with our son as well all that time ago, eight years ago. But there was a lot of things didn't happen as they should have done there. It was still, we, we weren't sort of empowered in terms of our relationship with what was going on. Whereas, so this time mm-hmm. we were all set up to have this home birth, um, had fantastic um, local midwife who was going to help us with it and had been yeah, supporting us all the way through. And anyway, it came to, came to, we were about 36 and a half weeks and, uh, yeah. And, and then she thought that the baby was upside down, you know, uh, breech, mm. the breech position. Jeez. And at that age, at that time, it's pretty close to where well, you can't, you're unlikely to be able to do anything about it because it's so close to the birth, the baby's so big. Oh my gosh! So normally they would do a C-section, correct? Yeah, well, that, that... Was, she was she was saying you won't it won't be safe to do a home birth with this going on. So it was like, well, let's do some let's do what we can to to turn to just see what we can do. And so we were doing various exercises, this, all the standard stuff like inversion things like that. But we also did this process, which is it's to so I've I've, I've learned something to do with the matrix we're imprinting around birth and actually helping people with birth trauma they're from their own births but also um and ancestral patterns with birth and also births that people have given so from the past and all the trauma that they've experienced men and women oh, that's so and cool so, never even heard yeah. of that yeah no it's, it's wicked so we um <laughs> so we did this um so anyway we did this process where i got i got my wife to tune in and really connect down into and speak with the baby and <gasps> and she was and we found that there was this energy that the baby wanted was um had wanted to be close and feel safe so she was staying like head up to be as close to mum as possible and so we <gasps> were so then we had to talk to her and or my wife didn't all talk to her, say how you know how what great how great she'd done and what a good job oh. now it's time for her to come into the world and she could be safe <laughs> to come into the world 
And then after that, we, we did have to go and get a scan because so that the midwife would feel comfortable with doing the home birth. And we found that, yeah, she had turned. So it was a beautiful experience. Oh my That's incredible. gosh, that is, wow, that is absolutely incredible. It just proves how powerful our words are and our intentions. Yeah, absolutely. That is awesome, yeah. man. Well, and we're uh, seeing so that that's amazing. So, it, were there any other instances like that uh, throughout the throughout that process, the birthing process that you had to utilize that, or is that really the the big one? Well, um, this this um, so one thing that so we 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 have used it to resolve, but from from the part the last birth, our son took about three days it was a three day long home birth well it spanned three days it started on a Saturday night and ended up on Monday morning so um, and, it, and it ended up with them although he was born at home they went they were, bless your wife yeah yeah powerful <laughs> incredible what what what, what they could do but um, right. it was yeah he so we did end up in hospital and again they probably didn't need to but they were it was you know, by that time we were so shell shocked that they they just managed to scoop us into hospital basically, and um, yeah. they were there for a few days. So there was a lot of trauma to clear from that. Mm. So there was so mm-hmm. that we did do some some work around that. Um, mm. We but and and yes, she used tapping during the birth as pain management, mm. and just to be as wow. part of becoming more and more present. And being there, being there in in her body to do what she was doing, to and it was it was a wonderful birth. I mean, the so my the birth started, or the waters broke. I think five in the morning, something like that. Um, I end, I'd actually ended up taking my taking my boy to the um, play group that he was going to. It's like an alternative play group he was going to in the area, and by the time. Because because the midwife had just arrived at that point, and by the time I went to pick him up, we had the baby. So she was here. She was so it was seven hours only. All just flowed really, really well. Wow. And, yeah, really, really great. So. Well, let's take a little a quick turn here uh, towards the professional route. So I love these stories so much. Um, so it's in 2012, a few years after your incredible experience here. You were. From what you told me, and I, I know you can tell it, uh, you were incredibly unhappy in your current work environment. You felt a calling. Talk, talk us through that. What is it that helped you make the jump into what you're doing? Uh, and yeah, to tell us about through that process of your, your what you where you're working, how you're unhappy, and how what it is that helped you make the jump into uh, your purpose-filled work. Okay. Yes. So this was a. This is probably a big story as well. But I, um, yeah, I, I had. I was in a hell of my own creation. I guess you could say because I was actually a, a director. <laughs> Beautiful word usage <laughs> of this firm. And it was a, a financial planning company. I was. So I was a. I was a co-director. There was four of us, and nothing wrong with the company actually. All decent people, um, but there was friction there. Um, it, was, and it was really out of line with who I felt myself to be, and I just hated the work. I, did, mm-hmm. I guess I didn't really hate like the actual bits with the clients and and helping people in what way we could, but it was more it was about the system that it was we were sort of plugged into, and actually you can't mm-hmm. do the best thing for clients in that in that because of the regulation and the over. But covering you have to do to make sure that you don't you so you, your compliance is all about protecting yourself rather than doing the best thing for the client it's just really sad how that industry's gone and mm. yeah I just didn't feel I didn't feel any joy for it um, I'd nearly escaped that industry in when I was traveling I ended up getting sucked back in and then three years later I got made redundant from a job and I was going to go and train, funnily enough, as an acupuncturist then, even though I hadn't really had any experience of acupuncture. Um, but then I ended up getting talked into do- doing this, um, this, what sounded on paper to be a good role, but it, my, my heart was screaming, like, no, don't do it. But my head was like, <laughs> and I was still listening to my head. 
at this right, time. As we do. So yeah. <laughs> well, I think you have to you have to listen to it all, don't you really? And um yeah. and and it was yeah, so I ended up in yeah, in a miserable time. But you know, I had this this baby, he was he was just about to become one and I yeah, I wasn't spending time with him. So I'd already been learning oh. EFT and yeah, it was but that was a big catalyst. And the other thing that was massive was with it was I had to, it was I I used the tapping to keep myself grounded, calm, and relaxed in actually the negotiations to get out, so that everyone got it got a, became a good outcome for everyone to the point wow. where they actually. I, so I, I I so I was. I was um, I was made made redundant from my own, from my own position and uh, got it, you know got got um, settled out of that over a period. But also they, now it wasn't my intention for this to happen. But they then actually hired me back two days a week as a consultant. After this had all happened, they then offered it to me. So I so I even had some income while I set the practice up, and that was, oh so cool, you know, very ecological. Really helped me to for about eighteen months. Helped me to really sort of meld into the new practice with doing the doing the tapping work and helping people with their beliefs and blocks all of that those things and then about 18 yeah and after about 18 months then I realized that yeah now is time I, I, I can't the split focus isn't working for me anymore I can just move off from this and yeah really be yeah doing this 100% so that was lovely I have a quick question about the tapping. Now, is this yeah. something that anyone can do, or they do they need to be working with someone who is a trained professional? Uh, anyone can do it to begin with. Um, you can, you and you can do well with it as self help to a certain degree. But the reality is, we can't see our own blind spots, so mm-hmm. we can right like to get through to your core beliefs and the things that are really keeping you stuck. Some people have the capacity to do it. The vast majority of people, uh, at least to begin with, uh, it's really great for them to work with someone who can actually see what's going on and and spot their BS from the outside and feed it right. back to them. So they're like, oh, wow, I never never saw that. <laughs> and then they, they get these huge aha moments. But in terms yep. of day-to-day emotional management, uh, fantastic. In terms of like, you know, if you're feeling anxious, sad angry whatever you can you can clear those states very quickly through using this and it's not that they're not going to come back because of course we always ride the emotional roller coaster mm-hmm. in right. our lives but yeah. it could give you a window to for something to change so brilliant for anyone to use even children can use it my children um certainly my son uses it and uh my daughter's strangely quite resistant to it maybe she had enough of it in the womb i don't know <laughs> <laughs> well, but they, is it is it possible for you to like walk us through that so someone that may like just feel stressed right now may hey let me try this could you walk through like give an example of what they could say like if you had a certain ailment or you're stressed about something what you how you would approach it like what would you yeah. say what points do you tap on thank you thank you well there's a free tapping I've, I've created actually a video series which shows all the basics of tapping um, that, so it shows the points. It shows how to. It even shows how to access past events and things like that. So I'll I'll let people know about that um, at the end. Perfect. But, but very briefly, the thing that I think most people miss. Most people think it's all about the words, and it's actually about really connecting at that level of just dealing with the day to day stuff. It's all about really connecting to the sensations in your body. Or if you're not someone who really feels stuff that much in your body, but you get intrusive thoughts or angry thoughts like if you manifest your anger or sadness in your head rather than in your heart mm-hmm. stomach arms whatever it's all about really find, really finding exactly where you feel the sensation and then creating a metaphor for that and using the tapping tuning into that as you tap so an example might be um gray sadness in my heart gray square sadness in my heart if you really focus on the feeling and then you would just tap. And if it's on your, <clears throat> it's your own stuff, you don't even need to say any words, in fact. Some people prefer to, but I find that all, all I need to do is just tune right into the feeling. It's the feeling. 
is the okay. feeling. Yeah, that's and the, and the, and that's not necessarily for the deeper stuff. You can use the feeling as a bridge to find the memories. It's very powerful in that way. But in the in the moment, just and if you just want to release the feelings, it's just find the feeling, get really clear on it, and get create a metaphor for, for it, like heavy sixteen ton weight on my shoulders or um, angry tiger in my belly or whatever it is and then tap on that and notice how it flows and shifts and yeah often you mm. get some relief very quickly not that you'd ever get it not that you'd always get it down to zero but you might half it or something like that and it works with physical pain as well in the same way that's amazing that's that's amazing and it honestly makes sense like i know i talk how i'm big on affirmations but it honestly makes sense that it's the feelings because think about it the feelings are really how we manifest, you know, with the law of attraction. Yeah. yeah, we have the thought, but it's actually the feeling that puts it all in motion, right? And it's our Indeed. emotional feelings that also, when we suppress, create, you know, physical sickness. So, like, man, it's like I'm having an aha moment hearing you say this. Cool. Yeah, and that's great what you've said about the suppression there, because we're the only animals that do that. We're the most domesticated species on the planet, <laughs> and whereas most, whereas most creatures will... If they get a trauma, like a gazelle being chased by a lion or something, it will shake it mm-hmm. off afterwards. If only only lucky chance it escapes, it will shake it off and then it will go back to eating <laughs> grass or whatever. But we don't do our shaking unless we're doing that, unless we've actually been taught how to shake as a therapy, like Peter Levine therapies and things like that. Um, we we suppress we suppress our emotions, we stuff them down. And they become, yeah, they, they, toxic's not the word exactly, but they do, you know, they do create chemical changes in our bodies. Yep. And, and they become learning systems, learning, like learning occasions. Because we learn, sadly, because of our, um, you know, our, our history of having to escape from mm-hmm. saber-toothed tigers, um, other warring tribes, etc., floods and things like that before we had the lifestyles we've got now negative learning experiences are much more powerful for most of us than positive ones are. Mm -hmm. That is a great example. That gazelle example is absolute gold. Never thought of that. That is, that is so true. Mm. Um, so with your practice now, how long have you been running it? How, uh, have you been running it to this date? Yeah. Well, so yes, it's eight years, I guess, uh, started in, started in 2012 so you know you remember the end of the world 2012 and uh, of course yeah yeah <laughs> and then i yeah so then uh yeah i started then and then and then i had that transition as i mentioned before where it went from being being within that it, yeah so it came out so i guess fully and being it being my 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 main thing really happened in yeah, probably around June 2013, something like that. So yeah, seven seven good years and eight years so, since I really started going. So cool. Um, two part question now. Just can you tell us some of the things that you guys have been able to cure and help people with? And if you could, I know this is kind of on the spot question, but do you have like an extreme specific case that comes to mind that? was just improbable that you you guys have been able to overcome specifically and help someone with so what have you been able to help and cure and is there an extreme case that you could like speak about yeah obviously yeah, keeping I'm, it anonymous yeah no problem yeah i'm not going to mention people's names but yeah so, so <laughs> james so, henry so, on yeah so hillary yeah 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 <laughs> so, yeah, so cured is not really the word um cured right. implies that it's something coming from outside somebody and I yeah, I mean, all healing is self-healing actually oh I like that yep. so, Good call. Yep. so what Good we catch, are yep. is we're like guides you know, and I think it's, people are obsessed with looking for a cure and the cure right. is yeah. not what is if a cure is you know whether it's us or if it's a plant or whatever it's a guide it's showing them what they can tra- change to actually wonderful catch. heal themselves yep. and the, you know the body's incredibly powerful we can um, I don't know if everyone's seen anything by Bruce Lipton and all his work on epigenetics. Oh, wow. Yes. Yeah, yeah, it's fantastic, isn't it? So I highly recommend people yes. check out Bruce Lipton's work. But um, yeah, so, so, so when people, so the environment changes people's, well, DNA expression. It doesn't change the DNA, but it changes how the DNA expresses in people's cells. Um, and tapping has even been shown to do that. So... Oh. 
so what you do is so through using the meta consciousness um, and that analytical process you can find the real root cause as to why people's um, manif- physical and mental illnesses have manifested and it's important to know that this isn't a bad thing that has happened it's the body trying to show them something that they can change in their lives to not just heal mm. themselves but also heal them lives heal their own mm. lives and become more themselves mm-hmm. so yeah mm-hmm. so in terms of me being like a, a container and guide for people to have their own healing choices there are quite a few conditions that I've helped and you know mm-hmm. so yeah I mean <laughs> one of the things that I it's just become amazing to me recently as yet another client says oh my doctor told me I must never have had it after all and wow because there's there's not necessarily they don't have this um no there are many great doctors out there of course but 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 in general they don't have this idea that these conditions can go they're there for life in in the way they've been trained yep and so some examples are osteoporosis uh asthma Mm. recently got a lovely um message from a client nine months after we worked together that she the trigger for what would normally have caused her asthma this year happened and it didn't and it didn't manifest and it was a first oh. time in 20 years that hadn't happened so that was that was beautiful um the things like fibromyalgia me uh, but, but i think probably the, the one that I've, I've i'd like to say is probably the most exciting was rheumatoid arthritis i'll come on to that one in a bit but actually everything's chronic for the person who's got it everything is um extreme and whoever you mm-hmm. know everyone's thing is their thing and and it's so it's amazing for them um this is one that uh you know helped quite a few guys with but, but it's very you, you won't be surprised to know it's very hard to get a testimonial for this one is erectile <laughs> dysfunction so yeah i guess yeah. they're not lining up to leave you personal reviews all over the internet huh? <laughs> no 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 they're not yeah <laughs> Yeah, and uh, he'll say, don't worry, I don't have to tap you there, uh, but... Yeah. <laughs> uh, fertility as well, so I've had really lovely, I've had a few examples, but one really beautiful one where um, a couple came and spent the weekend with me and we did some sessions each and, yeah, and they'd been, they were two years down the line with no success and then the, again, like my story, uh, the next month, uh, they became pregnant. I know they've got two children now, so that was really, wow. really wonderful. Um, tumors, whether cancerous or benign, you know, we don't, we actually don't differentiate because we don't see them as bad things. There, it's the body trying to carry out an evolution and create more of a, more of a particular tissue to deal with a particular issue going on in life. So all this, all this fighting your body. People say war on cancer. We've got a battle against the battle against this that language is unless you're like someone who loves fighting then that isn't perhaps the best language to use it should be more about actually making peace with and learning from and understanding mm-hmm. wow that's yeah. powerful. i like so, that yeah so yeah it's really good um migraines i think probably the first tapping session i did with someone I uh, was able to this was years and years ago i've worked with a few migraine people since but this one you know it, it was, I guess, one of those beginner's luck things. I was able to get them to a state where he went from having a migraine every few weeks to not having one for six years. Um, oh, came back eventually, but you know, six years clear. So that was that was amazing. Um, oh. Lots of thyroid stuff, like Hashimoto's, that kind of thing. Countless pain cases, musculoskeletal issues, but and then psychological stuff. Of course, it is all linked, but anxiety depression those uh, many cases with things like anxiety depression um there are a few um, psychological things i can't work with unless i'm working alongside a licensed therapist because that you know there's things like um what would be diagnosed as schizophrenia for example i wouldn't work with someone like that on their own but you know most things i can work with and yeah people have had great outcomes um also things like blocks to business success um relationship stuff and another one which i know is really cool with you guys is i've I've been helping people to integrate for to prepare for and integrate psychedelic learnings as well which i just think i really enjoy that sort of thing 
man, I just love everything you do. I want to be you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that is a perfect segue. Uh, we are uh, incredibly passionate uh, and, and uh, strong believers in the power of plant medicine, uh, especially on the psychedelic side, even though uh, it's uh, heavily stigmatized, uh, unfortunately. Um, but we were extremely, extremely passionate for multiple reasons. Obviously, uh, Megan's ayahuasca story basically saved Megan's life in, in all intents and purposes in regards right. to all her suppressed trauma over 30 plus years of suppressed trauma. Mm. Um, how did you come across plant medicine? Can you tell us how that story happened and doing all this awesome work and how you came across it? And then um, how did you start integrating it? Right. Okay. Yes. So, um, I, I mean, I, I first started, I guess you'd call it enjoying the psychedelics about yep. <laughs> 29 years ago. And, um, you know, it was all in that spirit of teenage experimentation with LSD and, um, yeah, and magic mushrooms as well. And, uh, yeah, and so had some really you know, great connecting experiences with friends and with nature and also um, and some dark ones as well <laughs> sometimes where, for you know, sure because you're not yeah. um, operating perhaps in the most sacred way and uh, that is so true yes yeah. and with and and but you know even those things you can look back on them and they're actually very valuable but I guess I then got put off for a while after perhaps in my mid-twenties I probably got it became a very infrequent thing for me for a while um, perhaps mushrooms occasionally um, and really just checking in with it to see how um, you know how it was still going I did get it did, did was um, I guess you could call it to be um, come across DMT a long time ago and so that was very, oh, beautiful yeah that was beautiful a very exciting time and had some really beautiful experiences um, with those realms as well um, but then, yeah, then really, I, yeah, so in, I, I, I was kind of, I was becoming very interested because of the work I do with work mm-hmm. with mind, mind, body connection and mm-hmm. this, this sort of thing. It, it's, it's not just work, is it? You become fascinated by it. You get, you want to read about it, watch YouTube about it, listen to podcasts about mm-hmm. it, everything. So, so I was coming, so I, I, I got really interested and curious about how tapping would work alongside ayahuasca. I've never done it at the time. And anyway, I, so, so yeah, this is like the start of a joke. I w- walked into a bar and met a shaman, really. Yeah, <laughs> where I live. Oh, and <laughs> shaman's not really the word. You know, it's a curandero. He was a curandero. And we got talking and it turns out he worked with San Pedro. So that was when wow. we decided to start exploring this stuff together and that was really cool and i've heard that san pedro is a very loving experience can you confirm that yes i mean it it's it, it's it can kick your ass as well but during throughout the experience but it's it's known as being a real heart opener and i think you, you can really feel that it's it's got a very um it's a real message from it that everything's going to be okay even when you are going through the deep difficult things um very similar in a lot of ways to ayahuasca but with the san pedro you do it during the day usually you can sometimes at night as well but and then when you do it at night it really does become quite similar to an ayahuasca journey um different so it can take you really down those sort of snaky rabbit holes into the deep areas as well but I guess because it goes on for longer it's a sort of 10 hour experience generally you, wow. um, you, you it's, it's like it builds in breaks for you so you have when it's all getting too much you can almost switch it off for a while and have a breather walk around a bit and everything like that so it's not like the roller coaster of ayahuasca where um, yeah sure you can get up and just about get up I suppose <laughs> But, yeah, yeah you just have you to are. surrender you are, yeah, you are you're on you're on the ride with that yeah <laughs> right yeah. <laughs> and, and and for anyone listening uh you know, some of our uh, listeners never really aren't familiar with it can you explain just what san pedro is 
yes well it is another um it's it's if if ayahuasca is the grandmother medicine uh then in the in that tradition and of course there's loads of traditions so i'm generalizing here but it's known as the grandfather sure. so it's a more um it's it's it, I, I, it's it's another master plant in that in that tradition mm-hmm. in those traditions but it's um it's a it's a different energy it's if i guess ayahuasca is very um what's the word it's it's if it was like a site connected to space isn't it although of course you do have the very natural aspect of being mm-hmm. you know with with the mother and everything um ayahuasca no so san pedro is seems to have a very a real groundedness about it which yeah, is very nice. interesting yeah. yeah and also that heart connection so, <clears throat> i mean they're both great absolutely um incredible teachers and i think you know what they all do and is they is they show you sometimes there's these spontaneous healing events which are magical but i think most of the time they're actually showing you they're giving you information of of the things that you can change practically in your life and also metaphysically as well to be able mm. to move again more towards being yourself which is what it's ultimately right, about showing you right showing you like what you need to work on you know to heal yeah. yourself now can you also clarify this for me i have heard that because you know with ayahuasca you know it's like trauma is an onion layer you peel the layers and so you know yeah. you may have to do ayahuasca several times or a handful of times i've heard with um san pedro that it's oftentimes just a one-time experience is that true i i um I, I would I, I don't I don't know is the answer to that I guess okay. it could be for some people um, it is um, it, I mean there is iboga as well which is yep. one time that's more oh, yeah. experience, I think I, I haven't experienced that but you know yeah, that's, that's, that's powerful for, especially for addictions for people where the other things aren't working for them but with I think right. yeah, I think I think they all open up layers I was the San Pedro they all open up different layers of the onion which is why I think it's great to start opening up the onion before you go ahead because you can with, with for example with tapping techniques or hypnosis NLP whatever it is that people work with you can use this stuff to actually start clearing the trauma out or or understanding what's going to come up before you go on the journey so you can then go deeper without having to get through those first gatekeeper layers which is why I think these these uh, mind body technique can be brilliant to get people in the right space for um for actually going on a psychedelic journey and being ready to go really deep into it as well well I'm I'm so glad that we had this conversation because I'm going back <clears throat> excuse me to meet mother Aya in April and you right. better believe that I'm going to learn this tapping all over again and apply it 100%. So I'm very grateful for this. Awesome. Yeah, well, of course, I'd be very happy to help you with that. Any questions you've got, you can just drop me a line or something like that. So. Yes, awesome. yes, thank you. Um, so you co-host retreats now. That is epic. Like one of our long-term goals is absolutely to have these beautiful healing retreats involving plant medicine. Um, yes. and you're freaking doing it, man. Uh, t- can you talk to us about how you got into co-hosting retreats, what that's all about? What, I mean, just yeah. tell us that journey and, and what you're doing with it now. Yeah. So, um, at the, at the moment it's, there's not, there's not a current one planned, but it is, it is something that is open. Um, so yeah, we did this retreat called speak with your soul. It was very beautiful. We had the most amazing location for it. Um, really wild, free place with some, you know, with, with just you could be in this stunning place, lovely facilities, etc. And mm. it was, it, yeah, it was, it was all, all part of the experiment of using tapping and energy techniques along as to help you with preparation and integration. So there was this, like, you know, my my friend who's the um, yeah, very experienced, very well trained uh, curandero who was, um, so we would do medicine on one day and then have an integration circle the next day using tapping as well as doing the sort of traditional circle work to help people to really explore what had come up for them. And then have one, people could have one-to-one sessions as well. And then the ne- and then we'd do a second journey after that. And so people had a couple of journeys during the week 
um, and then and and few opportunities to use different techniques. We did some breath work stuff as well, and yeah, and there was just lots of also you know healthy, delicious foods and yeah, just nice. connecting to nature. And I mean, one thing I have to say is that well, maybe it was in particular the people <laughs> being coming on them, but a serious amount of, or, or an unserious amount of laughter going on throughout so although people were doing the work and getting into deep stuff it's awesome. also really you know really tremendous fun as well so it was a beautiful that... event and yeah and the people and yeah the people who came on the first one came back for the second one and brought a lot of people with them so yeah I mean I think it's something that will happen again but I haven't got one lined up at the moment and perhaps it will be a slightly different iteration but you know it has been that was great and I'm certainly up for also doing this sort of work on other retreats as well so yeah the I just think it's really it seems from what from what people were telling me and from my own experiences to really help people to embody what they learn from the plants and actually turn those things into habits positive habits for their life rather than just flashing the pan amazing experiences which then they they go back to their job go back to whatever wasn't right and they just all the morphic fields of their their life come back in and take over again which i think sadly is happens to a lot of people after these sorts of retreats oh integration is everything and the concept this is the first time i've heard of the work you do uh, paired with integration and man it seems like a no-brainer i mean it seems like something that really truly should be applied uh to these powerful plant medicines uh in regards to getting the biggest benefit out of actually integrating into your life retaining the lessons involved and really continuing to uh you know be be continuing to be your best self and then process these emotions that's awesome man you, you are onto something powerful yeah it's good to hear um, I think I think just on that integration subject, I think the reason it's so important for for you know let's call us Westerners who are going to these retreats to have these experiences is that the the traditional users, so the people of the tribes, whatever who are using ayahuasca, San Pedro mushrooms, whatever it is, they are they their integration is just inbuilt into their society. That you know all of their friends and family have also taken part in these medicines. So they're still oh, yeah. understood in their society. So there's, if they need to talk to someone about it, there's someone there for them. They, could, you know, they could talk mm-hmm. to their mum about it, for example. Whereas mm-hmm. you know, for us, we might be going back. You might be going back to. You might have be talking to Dennis in accounting, and it's like, well, actually, <laughs> he doesn't really dig what I'm on about. So having a Western integrating practitioner, someone who understands the psychology of Westerners. And is able to then help with, but has the experience of these medicines, is and then able to help you to understand the emotions, process them, and then carry out the future changes to transform your life. I just think it's, yeah, I think it's really important for that for people. That you hit the nail on the head, man. Uh, we interviewed uh, someone that does. Uh, he holds a he holds and facilitates a boga uh, retreats every month, and right. he's part of the Bawiti tribe. And in these tribes, in these people it's literally a rite of passage to like becoming an adult like yes it's part of their evolution as a person and it's so freaking it's frustrating for me because it's so i know how incredible and beautiful and loving and uh, of goodness it is and it's so stigmatized over here that we'll come back and you know you'll get backlash from family and friends because they think it's this horrible thing so it's it's crazy we've been conditioned to fear yep what is actually the best for us 100 percent. that's that 100%. domestication again it's mind control yep. we've all been subjected to it and you know and, and problems in some ways for good reasons it's happened but it's gone but it, it's gone too far and you know it, it's 100 yeah we, 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 the the discourse we're allowed is between two points and anything outside of that doesn't fit in with we you know these are not part of reality we can't we can't freaking demonized this. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And this yeah. is good. You know, this is good stuff. It's not. I wouldn't say plant medicines are necessarily for everyone, but there's going to be options for everyone. Some people, you know, for example, things like cambo. People can still have a purge and an emotional experience from that without having to go into the deep psychological, um, psychedelic state. And that that might be more more suitable for some people. <laughs> you know, but you know, I guess the people who are more 
you know, more inquisitive and curious are going to go down that, that psychedelic route and bring these, and it has a ripple effect as well. Not everyone has to take part for it to affect the whole consciousness of the, for of, sure. of the planet as well. So yes, I think mm -hmm. it is great that, you know, we're living in an amazing time and more and more people are accessing all of these healing modalities. Oh, absolutely. I wish that I would have found it 20 years ago, man. I probably could have, see, I had to have a hysterectomy at a young age. And like, I'm like, man, right. there's all these things I think back and I'm like, God, I could have totally prevented those things, but we are short. We're about short on time. Um, before we get into like, you know, how, you know, people can find you. I, I did want to just ask you, can you work with anyone? Like, even if they are in a different country, can you work remotely with them? Yeah, I, I, I work almost entirely using Zoom, which is similar to Skype. So, the, you know, nice. tapping, perfect. Remote, That's great. Yeah, tapping, you do it. Basically, if you were sat in an office with me, you would still be tapping on yourself. Just, you mirror the other per you mirror the practitioner, and right. you, you do your own tapping. So, it's really the conversation, which is the important part. I like seeing the person as well, I, I like to see what's going on in their face. Uh, the cues, what they're doing, what where they're looking, what they're thinking about. Mm. So, it, so I like doing it visually, but you know, many people also. I, I also can work on the phone, um, something like that. I just my preference is to be seeing them on Zoom, basically, for so sure. Be able to see them and work with them that way. But yeah, um, I guess most of my clients are in in America, in the US. Awesome. Wow. Well, Sam, this has been incredible. T tell us um, what kind of people you're looking for and where can they reach you? How can they best reach you? Because uh, this is just, I mean, we've been growing in uh, viewers downloads every week and people are going to hear this. And this is such an interesting, incredible story. Uh, how can they reach you? Where can they reach you and, and who are you looking for? Sure. Okay, so yeah, I mean, anyone who's got an ongoing chronic or serious health condition and they're just managing it or it's or it, they're not even managing it and they're really sick and tired of it. So pain can be psychological patterns. It can be something that they've been told is incurable, um, even if they're, you know, they're trying to list things. But if they want to actually get to the root cause and save themselves thousands of dollars and years of unnecessary pain because they'll then have a real plan of how to heal, then they can get into mm -hmm. a free call. Um, and it can also be people who want to just who you know if they if there's something else in their life that's getting them down similar processes can work for them so yeah so that's it and not just about getting better it's also about healing your life and living a more of a rich fulfilling life for yourself so these you're really learning what these symptoms are telling you and the, the intelligent story behind them which I know is a difficult concept for some people to accept when they're in pain it's like how can there be a good side to this but yeah, there is, and not only will you actually heal, you you'll stop feeling the pain. You'll be able to move forwards and use what you've learned to have a deeper, more interesting, more fulfilling life. And likewise, as we talked about, anyone who's planning or has already used psychedelics for healing or personal development practices, and yeah, want some guidance to make sure that they have the best possible experience or to integrate what they've learned then those people very happy for them to get in touch as well and love to help them even people who had a mass you know some people do get some sort of like feels like they've been traumatized by their psychedelic experience so people have had mm -hmm. so-called bad trips etc uh, if they mm -hmm. want some help to resolve that yeah they can certainly get in touch as well and i guess the best way is either by facebook because people are welcome to find me on facebook sam neffendorf or email, people can email me at sam at eftnow.co.uk. And I guess you can share those links in writing as well, can't you? Oh yeah, I'll share, I'll share both of those with the link here. We got a little less than a minute. What's your website too? Because a lot of people like to go right to the website. Uh, what's your website, Sam? It's eftnow.co.uk. Perfect, eftnow.co. And I'll put all your contact info when we publish it. And obviously anyone reach out to me, I give it to you too. The last thing I always like to ask before we leave is if you could leave the world with one message, what would that be? Yeah, well, so, well, I think, you know, we get so much doom and gloom in the way that the world's portrayed to us, but we're living in the most amazing times now. There's, you know, we've got more choice in healing and life than ever. You know, there's these amazing opportunities now in any area of life and people, there's just so much exciting stuff, so much to do. And no matter 
where you are in your life right now, even if things feel really tough, you've always got a choice in what you can do and you know your body's awesome. always helping you to evolve and and to heal so learn to listen to it and just be open to choice rather than closing yourself down with beautiful what you've been conditioned to believe yeah. beautiful thank you sam that was amazing thank you so much for being on here we appreciate the hell out of you i will be in touch with you trust 100 percent. thank you sam wonderful it's been great loved it thanks very much thank yeah. you and happy everyone and we'll be yeah, speak to you again soon. Yes, awesome. can't wait. Happy healing. All right. Lots of love. Bye.